420 on a Wednesday. It's Wesson Walker Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. You can follow us on our Twitter handle, at Wesson Walker. Wes, how do you spell it, man? I always forget. W-E-S-A-N-D-W-A-L-K-E-R. That's how you spell it. You can find us on Twitter again, Wes and Walker. You can also catch Sam Farber, the voice of the Hornets, right here on 92.7 FM. The voice of the Hornets calling the games. You can hear him tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. He joins us now to talk about that very matchup. Sam, how are you doing, man? Doing great. We're looking forward to uh, hopefully getting back on track here with the W tonight in Brooklyn. Yeah, unfortunately, a couple of losses in the last two games they played. A tough one against the Clippers because Kawhi Leonard hits that go-ahead jumper. Hornets did not have an answer with about a little over a second left in that game as they were trying to inbound the basketball. You know, Sam, they did have the other win, though, um, just a few games back. And I do think that the last three games, they have been starting to shoot it a little bit better. I, I, they shot 36% from three against the Clippers, which is right at average. And they were right there with a shot to win at the end. Is it as simple as that? The fact that the Hornets are making a few more shots here and there, and that's allowing them a chance to win? Well, I think that that's certainly helpful. But in general, the team has been competitive realistically this entire stretch. I mean, you can think back to a couple of blowouts and Usually they're against really elite teams like Boston or Memphis for the most part. Uh, every team's going to have a couple outliers over the course of the year. But I think overwhelmingly Charlotte's a very competitive squad, and that speaks to the level of fight and the level of competition that's been instilled in this squad and, and is just in, innate in them. And uh, There was a recent power rankings that came out from the Athletic, and, and naturally you know, the Hornets are not very high up in the standings, so you're not expecting them uh, to get – that great a placement, but I thought one of the references there was, was pretty much on the money that, you know, if you take a look at this team and consider LaMelo Ball's played in three games, Gordon Hayward's played in about 11 games, Terry Rozier missed eight games, um, you know, if this team wasn't competing and the coaching staff wasn't coaching their butts off, who knows where they would be right now. So uh, I think the level of competition is good, and it's just a matter of when will this team finally be healthy and where will they sit in relation to the other teams in the standing? Well, and not that it's good news by any stretch of the imagination that they've had all of these injuries. It has allowed some of these other guys to get opportunities. Bryce McGowan's being the latest example of that, Sam. How about 20 minutes in a win against Washington, 18 against Milwaukee, 17 against the Clippers. I've been impressed with the second round pick, the second round rookie. What have you liked about his game so far? I think that he just so naturally fits in with the rest of the guys on the team. You know, you, you put him in with Terry Rozier, and, and he doesn't miss a beat, neither Bryce nor Terry. So the fact that he's able to function there, particularly when he's coming from being the guy at Nebraska, where he would have the ball in his hands all the time, he's the target of every play, now going to a different kind of role, that's not an easy change to make, and he's made it rather seamlessly. So uh, I, I think he's got all kinds of athleticism and a, a huge talent and he is certainly exceeding uh, the, the modest expectations you would normally have at the start of the season for a second-round pick. Sam, Wes Bryant here. What do you make of Coach's comments the other night after the loss to the Clippers about just their physicality and them getting bodies on guys late in that game, boxing people out more, hitting people, as he uh, liked to put it? What do you make of that, and uh, do you feel like that that's something that the Hornets is vital to their success? It certainly is, and you know, no one's questioning the the heart of the fight in the team. But it, you know, when you've lost a couple of games, a couple of close ones, and you can look back and say, well, they're one rebound away from sealing it, from winning it in all likelihood. 
you know, that, that starts to stick out. And, um, you know, when, when the team is this shorthanded, you don't necessarily have to be perfect, but you, you have to be as mistake-free as possible or it's going to be very difficult to, to come away with the victory, particularly when you're going against teams like the Clippers who've got, you know, an all-NBA 75 anniversary team member and Kawhi Leonard and multiple-time All-Stars, first overall picks. I mean, you know, you've got to have a lot of stuff go right to get that win. The Hornets had the chance there. But even moving forward, when the Hornets are healthier and they're deeper and they've got their stars on their side, you, you can't let a game slip away when you could have had the rebound to put it away. And I think that's the message that the coaching staff and Coach Clifford is trying to deliver. What do you think about P.J. and just his consistency where some nights he looks like an all-star caliber player or a uh, top-end front-line NBA player, and then some nights where, you know, he can he can disappear, just be so inefficient? Well, I think it, just like the young guys, like a Bryce McGowan's is getting opportunities to step into the rotation, guys like P.J. Washington are getting opportunities to really show what they can do, not just as a starter, but as a top three target on a lot of plays. And, you know, everyone's going to have an off night. The 0 for 13, that was an aberration. I don't expect that to, you know, really happen again at all. Uh, he's too talented a guy. But to your point, you know, there's been games where he's been closer to 8 to 10 rather than the 18 to 20 uh, that the team kind of needs him to be to have a real shot at winning. So uh, just like for Bryce McGowan's, there are good games and bad, and everyone else trying to work their way into that rotation. Uh, the similar is true for players stepping up into that top line area. And it, it, it's something that makes it so you don't take for granted what Terry Rozier does on a nightly basis here for the Saints. Sam Farber, voice of the Hornets, joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline, Wesson Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Sam, what, did you, what have you made of Kelly Oubre's play here lately as a guy that has kind of had to be a leader with all the injuries? Oh, I, I love it. I love it. I think he's really challenged himself to be much, much more than the elite shooter that he was last year and really focus in on other parts of his game. And not that those were deficient before, but, you know, it, it wasn't so much the role he was asked to play last year. Now with all these injuries, uh, they're begging him to do whatever he can to keep them in games. And he has been right there to answer the call each and every night, five straight games with 20 plus points, oftentimes without having his three point shot really being uh, as efficient as it had been the season prior uh, he's doing a lot of little things, too, that help win games as well or keep you competitive uh, when you consider, you know, for him to really have his best games, this is from his mouth, not mine, you know, it's when his rebounding comes first or his assists come first or his defense comes first. He lets his offense kind of just come naturally to him. But he, when he's really dialed in, all those other aspects of the game are what start to, to push to the forefront. So he, he's been fantastic. And this is another case where hopefully the Hornets are the benefactors when they are healthy of having Kelly Oubre uh, just tapped in so much more to all the other aspects of his game that make him such a fantastic player. Sam, of course, every game is really important with the hole the Hornets have dug themselves and because of the injuries, too. But this game tonight, with the next five games, they have three at home of the next five. And then it's that West Coast road trip where you have six out there against Denver, Sacramento, L.A., both teams in L.A., and then Portland, Golden State to finish it up. How important are these next five games to try to find a few wins? Well, they're huge, but like you said, every game is important right now. I, I think until the team is healthy, it's hard to overstate or, or over-magnify the importance 
of any one particular game because Charlotte is so shorthanded. I mean, we're, we're about to see them take on a Brooklyn team that's got uh, one of the best players in the history of the game in Kevin Durant, a multi-time All-Star in Kyrie Irving, shooters all over the board. They're relatively healthy across the board. Um, you know, on paper, Brooklyn should have the upper hand, particularly at home. And yet we know that the Hornets are going to go out there and fight and scratch and claw and get themselves a shot to win. And I believe wholeheartedly they're going to get out on the floor and, and put themselves in that position again. Um, but the reality is still the reality. is As long as they're hurt like this, um, every win that they put on the board is one less that they have to make up later on. And so, you know, I applaud their, their effort and their fight and their determination. I think they're going to have themselves a, a real good shot to win this game the way they've been playing on both sides of the ball. Um, but until this team is healthy, you know, it, it's hard to say, well, you know, this is the game here that the season hangs in the balance on. Um, I don't know that we'd say that even if they were healthy at this stage of the year. Um, but certainly it makes a difference to be five or four games behind a Brooklyn team that you're chasing than six or seven as they would be if they lost. A big thanks to the voice of the Charlotte Hornets, Sam Farber, for joining us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. You can hear him on the call as the Hornets take on the Brooklyn Nets tonight at 730 in Brooklyn. Sam, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Talk soon.